0: Global Broadcasting Networks presents Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every strong soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over 5 seasons, with 3 million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. We're here to share resources and experts on topics important to you, the military family. Join us. We've got another great episode starting right now. Here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey Mamas,
1: this is Sandra Beck and this is Military Mom Talk Radio and I've got a great show for you guys today. I've got a special episode. I get so excited when I get special episodes. Uh, My lovely co-host today is Linda Kreter. You might know her from her show, Military Network Radio, and we are combining forces today to talk about online learning. Now, we've got some special guests coming all the way from Italy and we're going to feature a company or feature a school called Wyoming virtual academy now you can find out more about this while you're listening along you can check out their website at k12 that's k is in kindergarten 12.com front slash grade and uh, learn about wyoming virtual academy and before you say i don't live in wyoming this school is available for wherever you claim your residency or you're planning to retire to so i think that's really important uh, that people know that so for other states go to k12.com front slash grade to find out more now, Linda, we're going to talk today about online virtual learning, distance learning. I mean, there's so many names for this, and we're going to really dig in to find out like what it looks like, tastes like, feels like as a parent uh, sending your kid to one of these schools. But before we do, I want you to explain a little bit about virtual learning.
2: I'd be glad to. I I wish this had been around when I had young children. I have two grown children at this point, but at one point we did eight moves in 11 years, including overseas, and we had nothing because the technology wasn't that advanced. You couldn't leverage it, and you really were on your own to find ways to augment your children's learning. So I'm very pleased to talk about this today. Virtual learning is very similar to a regular brick-and-mortar school. It's a public school system, and the teachers have to account for academics and attendance. But there's so many advantages to this, especially for military children, because it's flexible. It's tailored to the style of learning that your child reflects best with, and they are like sponges um, from start to finish when given that type of tailored, customized curriculum and learning. With the frequent relocations, it allows a consistency for both parents and children to understand what's going on from class to class and state to state without either repeating something or being hopelessly left behind, which is terribly frustrating. And then there are Ways that you can be at home when mom and dad are home on leave or return from deployments. And I think a lot of people forget that some duty assignments are apart, families are apart, and stateside, but they're also during the academic school year. So many more military children are affected Then perhaps we first think about. One of the other things that I found as I was preparing for this program is that the teachers are exceptionally passionate about their topics. They choose to do this work because they love it. And I think we all know the difference a good teacher can make. They end up as passwords when you grow up. That's, that's the big piece. Um, parents are very closely involved, there's socialization, and we'll talk more about uh, the advantages, but what I love the most is that it seems to breed a love of learning that will last for a lifetime, and since the family can be involved and the social needs and the academic needs of the child are addressed directly, the military family addresses education for their children as a mission, and it's phenomenal. So I, I look forward to having our guests share their stories.
1: I do too, Linda. But before we do, I want to talk about some of the myths, because I got to tell you, before I did some shows on online learning and distance learning, and I actually, I actually was a distance learning educator for a couple years in the tech industry. Mm -hmm. And you know, I really thought like, oh my gosh, you know, these students lack socialization, their social skills, and, you know, they're not, you know, in the lunchroom, you know, being picked on, because <laughs> that's what happened to me in the lunchroom. Um, but, you know, they're they're lacking in these things, but that's actually not true, because these students take trips to the museums, they go to the parks, right. they attend social events, they join clubs, and these schools have clubs, and they they bring kids together in a variety of activities, and it's not like they're sitting all day on the computer that was another one of the myths and you know the funny thing is (laughs) my kids in the summer are on the computer anyway because they're gaming but in the school year the reality is only 25 to 30 percent of the actual work is done online so i think these myths and perceptions um you know really don't give an accurate picture which is why we're going to bring um guests on today to talk about some of these things and you know these uh academies that that operate outside the traditional classroom, still have to take into account their state standards. And Mm -hmm. for those of you listening today, you want to check out Military Mom Talk Radio, either on iTunes or you can check it out at our host station, Toginet, that's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com, to find other episodes about distance learning. Now, today we're going to focus on the higher grades, but we did speak uh, last week to Major Joe Ronzio and his wife, Dahlia, with their special guest star, Lizzie, who's in fifth grade. And we talked about what it was like for the elementary school grade. So if you have elementary school grade children and you're curious, I'll go ahead and pick up that episode. It's available online. Um, but today we're going to focus on kind of the high school years. And Linda, um, before we get into our guest, um, can you talk a little bit about some of these specific kind of needs that an online education can be really beneficial for the military family?
2: Sure, just a couple of stats. Um, children in military families tend to move about six to nine times during their childhood, so K through 12, that time period. And online learning, instead of going forward or backward when you move state to state, gives you the opportunity to seamlessly continue your education. No two military children are alike, and being able to tailor to the style and the variety of learning styles for your children is a huge advantage. I especially love that the flexibility is there to take subject matter that is sometimes being discontinued in our public school curriculums, like music and arts, sports training, and languages, things that are really key to a, a, a military child and their worldview, which is often more mature and more forward-thinking because they've been exposed to so much, it also gives them a community of uh, military children to be around, which is important. And then finally, reserve and guard families are often not considered as being the traditional army brats or, or the st- same way, and yet post 9-11, we have many more guard and reserve families being deployed in record numbers. And so these these facts all point to the fact that an online virtual academy offers many more options, and we think that it's something that really is intriguing to consider.
1: It is. Well, and that just leads me in perfectly to our guest today. Uh, we're going to be visiting with Christina Tucker. Now, she's got a 16-year-old, Rafael. They're from Cheyenne, Wyoming, and he is a student at Wyoming Virtual Academy. And the family was originally stationed in Wyoming, but deployed to Aviano, Italy. And now uh, we heard that uh, the dad got his orders to go to England. So I'm like, oh, Linda, you know, to go from <laughs> nice <laughs> nice, warm Italy to like right. 55 degrees and drizzly England. England, Um, But what a great opportunity. What a great opportunity uh, for their son, Rafael. And Rafael's father is an Air Force Master Sergeant for 17 years. Uh, So I'd like to bring on Christina Tucker and talk to her a little bit about her son's education, because he sounds like an amazing kid. And you're not going to be disappointed in um, the opportunities that are afforded to this young man that can be for your family as well. Christina, welcome to the show.
3: Hi, thanks for having us. Hi,
1: how's it in Italy today?
3: It is a beautiful day, sunny, uh, 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 70s. It's uh, around dinner time right now. Not, I think it's around noon your time, but.
1: So we're going to put a shout out to our uh, military listeners in Nome, Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Send nice. them some sunshine today. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Christina, so you've got an exceptional son. I mean, he speaks three different languages. He's really, really, um, you know, he's really, really smart. And it's got to be hard. Like, I don't know how you would do this traveling around the world and giving him the opportunity that you have without a virtual learning opportunity. Can you Can you tell me a little bit about what it's been like for you? Because he started in third grade, and now he's in, what, he's a junior? He
3: is, yes, going into his junior year.
1: So what has it been like to bring your child up in an online, because you weren't raised in an online virtual, none of us were.
3: No, no, absolutely not. Um, I actually was raised in an all-girl Catholic school, so it was quite different for me um, (laughs) to relate uh, to what he's going through. Um, I guess it would have to start when we were, um, stationed in Japan for seven years. That was when Rafael was just a baby. So we just kind of knew that he was a little bit, um, more advanced. We had him in a, uh, Japanese English preschool and he picked up both languages pretty quick. So we, um, we kind of knew he was a little special from that point, but, um, hadn't pursued online um, learning until we got to Wyoming um, and realized he was not doing, um, he wasn't challenged enough in his first and second grade years uh, there at the public school system. So they suggested he skip a grade. And um, so we were looking, we didn't want that to happen. So we were looking into other um, solutions for him and found K-12 that was offered through Wyoming Virtual Academy.
1: Well, and I think, you know, you bring up a really good point because I had this with both of my kids. When kids are bored in school, they either get into trouble or in my case, you know, my sons would pack like books and be reading them at their desk, you know, just to to have something to do. But we're also teaching them that they can do very little effort for top results, which doesn't help them at all in the long run. Linda?
2: I, I thoroughly agree with that. If you don't challenge children who are especially gifted, especially when they're young and have been given opportunities such as the Japanese um, English preschool, that's amazing. And you don't want to waste that uh, period of time where you're really learning uh, and giving them opportunities and then suddenly it's taken away.
1: Well, and I think, you know, you talked about the love of learning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's so important to, to go with the kids wherever they want to go. You know, if they want to learn about X, Y, and Z and they want to, they want to really delve into it for kids like this, you have to provide that. Otherwise, they kind of dismiss education and dismiss it as a waste of time. Um, or that it's boring. And if you can really nurture your kid, I mean, Christina, Rafael has
3: to just like eat this stuff up, doesn't he? He absolutely does. Um the program is so fantastic. It offers um his skill set um um opportunities for him to advance if he chooses to do so. Um it's it's just been it's been fantastic finding K12 and having him um not to mention the overseas aspect. I mean, that's just fantastic uh having that. Um, flexibility how so? as well how so okay. well how so? well I mean after we were stationed in F.E. Warren um, in Wyoming from 2007 to 2011 and then that's when we got the orders to Aviano so he was doing very well in Wyoming Virtual Academy um for the from third grade on up to fifth, sixth grade I believe is when we we moved to Aviano so um the fact that we, the seamless uh, transition for us just to, to move to another place and him not having to worry about, you know, meeting new people, re-registering, um, I mean, that, that was just fantastic, not to mention just being in Italy and traveling in Italy. so
2: Can I take a step back? I think what you said was very, very important. The general response when a child is gifted is to do what they said to you, skip a grade. And this way, right. he was able to stay with his age-appropriate peers, but become challenged. And, and that's a seems like an enormous advantage, and probably made you more comfortable. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. The fact that I knew that he wasn't, you know, a young child going in with a group of older children, having to adjust, um, mm-hmm. you know, possible bullying or um, whatever takes on in that you know whatever takes place in that sort of situation it was nice to um be able to still have him in the same grade and for him to you know the the advantage to take different courses that adjust to his learning style and his skill set and to just watch him not be bored anymore and to be (laughs) enthusiastic and it was it was wonderful
1: sounds like a big
2: turnaround
1: Absolutely. Yes. And I, I want to just chime in something before I take us to commercial break, um, because I do have two gifted sons. And though they were gifted intellectually, emotionally, they were still second grade. They weren't ready to go to third or fourth grade or fifth grade, even though that's what their academic mm-hmm. scores said. So, And I right. wanted to keep them with their peers. So I'm right there with you. I want to thank uh, Christina Tucker in Wyoming Virtual Academy for being our guest this segment. Now, we're going to come back after the break Linda and I and we're going to really dig into what uh, schooling looks like and what is the parent involvement and what it's like for the child at the high school level so you're not going to want to miss this uh, when we come back from the break Christina Tucker and her son Rafael will be with me and Linda on Military Mom Talk Radio we'll be back after the break
0: We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio.
1: Moms, dads, and grandparents. This is Sandra Beck from Military Mom Talk Radio, and I know how hard it is to provide a great education for military kids. K-12 believes every child is uniquely brilliant. So to prepare them for college and succeed beyond high school, they deserve an education designed just for them. Learn more at K-12.com front slash grade about enrollment. A child's brilliance comes in many forms. Some are curious, others inventive, some are analytical. K-12 is a full-time, tuition-free, online option to traditional public school. Taught by state-certified teachers, schools powered by K-12 provide an individualized education, enhancing your child's ability to succeed. K-12 programs teach to and embrace your child's unique brilliance. Students from K-12-powered schools go on to fine colleges and universities, enhancing their ability to succeed in life be part of the community of families who have succeeded with a tuition-free online K12 education. K12 welcomes students from grade K to 12. Visit k12.com/grade or call 855-628-9531 for more information about enrolling. That's k12.com/grade.
0: back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey mamas, this is Sandra Beck
1: from Military Mom Talk Radio and I'm here with Linda Creeter, host of Military Network Radio, and we are going to visit with Christine Tucker and her son Rafael. Rafael is the one we were were singing his praises in the opening segment. If you missed it, you're going to want to check us out on iTunes or go back to togi.net.com. That's t o g i n e t.com, and we are talking today about online learning. Now, Rafael is 16 years old and he is is attending Wyoming Virtual Academy, and I'm going to go right to Rafael. We're not going to make him wait and get all nervous. Um, but Rafael, what is it like to be able to study kind of in depth, whatever you want, and go down these uh, trails to learn at the pace that you learn?
4: Well, I think the learning in a homeschool system where you you know you use a computer and learn online is a lot more comfortable because, you know, you're learning at home or you can learn abroad or you can learn while you're traveling to places. And really, you know, in the process, it's an actual school system. So it feels like, you know, you're picking up a book at a store and, you know, reading it and taking all this information in while still being in a school system. So it, it really makes education fun and interesting and engaging. Because now, you, you, you don't – what's that?
1: Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, you're taking digital arts and astronomy as part of high school.
4: Yeah, that's that's another thing is that with the K-12 program itself, it's just brilliant how they, how they have it laid out. Because despite the fact that you can, you know, you can learn – it's a um, it's a very comfortable learning experience. They have it laid out to where it's as professional as a school system. So the tests are, are brilliant. They really push you t- in your knowledge of what you just read. And um, the actual courses that they offer are great for, you know, the skill sets you're interested in. And they're very specific, like... They they could offer general engineering, but they could also offer, you know, CAD engineering. Or if you're taking digital art, if you're interested in arts, you can either learn about art history or do digital arts or do photography. And the the options are just they're all there. It's it's great. All all this while you're while you're in the comfort of your own home.
2: You know, Rafael. This is Linda. I am loving the fact that you speak these languages, that you're in Italy uh, while using the Wyoming Virtual Academy. How is it, how do you do this when you are traveling? Uh, I, you had talked earlier uh, to us privately that you've been to 19 countries already. Talk about what that school experience is like while you're traveling.
4: Yeah, that's the thing is that the school is so versatile that, you know you could just you could literally do it on a, a device like an iPad or you could bring a laptop along and and because the resources sources are all there you just i mean you could bring you may have to bring a book or two but you know you could travel with a, with a laptop and a book and in this pro, in the process while well, you know this allows me to to go to places in europe that any anyone would dream to go to like like stonehenge or auschwitz mm-hmm. or the Anne frank house or you know these are
3: all places he's been to actually. right
4: yeah like lad the impaler's castle that's in the Romania? thing is that you can you can vacation like this you know While learn learning on, learn yeah yeah learn on your vacation and learn at school
3: one of the great things was um his he did t- he took an ap art history course which mm-hmm. was early on in his freshman year and um it was fantastic that he actually got to visit all of these places um and and actually see quite a bit of artwork that was in his ap art history book
4: <laughs> right it's it's up great front. it's great because you can actually after you know reading all this, all these things about art history, you can actually see the significance in the works you're seeing. You know, it's not like I'm going to see the Mona Lisa because it's famous. I'm going to see it because of how much of a masterpiece it is and how many... Right. and, the grounds it broke and how it
3: was interpreted art. It as art, in this art history
1: mm-hmm. class. Well, and I just want to jump in, Linda, before you make your comment, sure. because I'm just going to I'm gonna kick it old school over here. Uh, Rafael. I want to tell you a funny story that, you know, I used to kind of sleep through history class because I thought history was really boring because it was just a bunch of, like, you know, old textbook pictures, like, and I grew up in, you know, the farm country of western New York State, so I never really gave it much thought. And then when I was 30, I went... To Buchenwald, uh, you know the um, Mm -hmm. the internment camp, and um, for World War Two. And I got off the plane and was walking around, going, "Oh my gosh, you guys, it's in color!" Because all it was was pictures in a book, or like you know, video clips that we saw on television, or you know, on the thing. Everything was in black and white. I had no idea Europe was in color until I went there.
2: Oh, that's funny. That is funny. I, I've got a question for Christina because it sounds like the two of you are working very closely together. The family works closely together for the education. Is that just one of the nice bonus benefits of this virtual academy that you really can go do all of this as a family? So it cements the military family even though you're moving all over and thriving where you're planted.
3: Absolutely. Um Absolutely. I mean, a lot of the times um, we take our vacations like small field trips, so mm-hmm. um, we all learn. I mean, Rafael teaches us quite a bit um, <laughs> of of what he learns. So it, I mean, that's kind of the reason that he took the APR history course, for instance, his freshman year. He, he we would go to these museums at these different places, and Rafael would actually teach his dad and his mom about <laughs> what he's just learned, and. Um, It's just great that he's retaining all this information. Like, I mean, like, like you said about your, you know, taking history and how bored you were. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm raising my hand. I, I was bored as well. I don't think I retained that much information, you know, in history or high school. But he, on the other hand, is like living it, especially abroad. And, and for us to be able to travel and for him to, you know, come back to the hotel and then get on, you know, his school in the evening. Which is another, I mean, he does do school in the evening time. That's one of the differences um, because of the time change, because mm-hmm. K-12 is stateside uh, time frame. So he does start school at 6 p.m. and ends around midnight. So we perfect do to make for it a, that. But Perfect for <laughs> that.
1: for a high school student. I mean, I am always yeah. trying to get <laughs> yeah, high school, of, you know, go to
3: trouble. bed. Go to bed.
1: Right. And they're like, no, and then they want to sleep till 10. So, you
3: know, that's kind of... Yes, per- yes, yes. It's a dream uh, schedule I guess it is a
1: dream schedule now Christine I want to ask you because this is one of the things that always comes up you know my ability to help my children kind of craps out in fourth grade you know the math the the, the science forget it after that um spelling maybe third grade so how like do you feel a lot of pressure being in charge of your your son's education and and what happens like if he's doing chemistry or organic chemistry and you're eating a popsicle i'm not being any disrespect <laughs> but, no <laughs> no
3: you know i could not have at all him in, in japanese spanish italian
1: or astronomy
3: you were a fellow would be the first person to know that his mom and dad really can't help him so um <laughs> he uh the the virtual program has, just like regular uh, high school, uh, they have office hours. So um, the children can, the high school students can um, make uh, plans to meet up with the professors um, during office hours. So um, it's almost like a one-on-one tutoring for him. If he does have a question, um, he utilizes that to, you know, the nth degree. I mean, he, he'll contact his teacher, say, I'm having a, you know, trouble here. And then she'll say, meet me, you know, at such and such a time, um, online and they go into what's called a virtual, um, like a virtual office or classroom, where it's just one-on-one he and she, or he and he, and they work it out. That, so I don't have to worry about that.
1: Yeah, boy, that really takes the pressure off because one of the, the fears, I think, and, you know, Linda, you know, maybe you had them too. It's like if I'm responsible for my kids' education and, and it's way beyond what I can do or handle, um, it's nice to know that this is already built in.
2: I, I absolutely agree because I think in some ways the – the zeal that you feel with the learning would be lost if they had to depend on me or just the parent. So having that extra option and the the bonus time with the office hours is a phenomenal way to reinforce and also to maybe stretch them. I imagine Rafael is not one who doesn't who who wants to be stretched. Am I Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He loves a challenge. That's for sure. So how does that work? He,
3: um, well, you know what's interesting is his teachers, his individual teachers, they, mm-hmm. they recognize, um, their students, um, learning capabilities. So they actually tailor to each student, um, um, so he has a special relationship with his professors and they know, they, they actually push him to the next level, mm-hmm. um, because they know he likes it.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> I terrific.
3: I don't know how to explain it, but they, they, they do a really good job. Of um, keeping him stimulated academically because they know that that's, you know, the kind of individual that he is.
2: Well, I bet they love a student like that.
3: <laughs> they, he just loves to learn. Um, I I wasn't really like that in school. I have a 24 year old son, Sebastian, and he's, you know, he was more hands on, more, you know, he he wasn't really into academics like Raphael is. So, um, yeah, he's just different. And this this K-12 and this, this program is fantastic for that. Now, I'm going to ask some, like, technical details because I'm fascinated
1: by this. Like, how do you get the materials? Like, do they just come in, like, a big box at the beginning of the school year or is stuff delivered on time? You know, what does it look like? Like, you sign up and then what happens?
3: Um, they do. Um, well, the difference between Wyoming Virtual Academy... Now, Wyoming is... Um, they are state-funded. The virtual academy is state-funded. So as long as you're a resident of Wyoming, you are able to do K-12 um, through Wyoming. The, the the state pays for it. Um, K-12 is also offered throughout the United States. Um, different states have different regulations. So you have to kind of check you know, to where you're a resident from um, to see if K-12, which is his um, actual school platform, is able to you know, what, what their regulations are, but K-12 has the book sent straight to the student. They only use UPS. So we're overseas. So we actually have to have it sent to a stateside family member who sends it to us over here. Um, Cause we can only use USPS, United States Post Office. We can't use UPS here. So, but he does, but, I mean, we correlate with a certain family member, and they receive the materials for him. And then they, my family member, sends them overseas for us. Now, if you're stateside, it's they send them straight to your house. It's no problem. Got it. And so,
1: and and some of this, like a majority of the stuff, is it online? Did it change as he got older? Like, you know, when he was little, you know, up to now, like in the type, like the 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 materials you get.
3: No, it's pretty much. Um, he does get texts textbooks um um when he was younger they they of course uh before the boom of uh online books he got you know predominantly textbooks but now um it's probably 50 50 now he does half online um half textbook he does have lectures where you know he has to read the textbooks all of his tests online are um there you have to go into a platform to where you cannot uh there, there's no way for you to look up the answer on Google or, you know, or there's no way to get out of that platform when you're taking the test. So, you know, it guarantees that your student isn't cheating. Um, so there, there's definitely technology there now um, versus as before that makes high school learning more legit. Well, and it
1: just, I mean, the idea that he can learn or she can learn what they're interested in and still get their core requirements, you know, for every small farm town, you know, like I'm from, to, you know, around the world where the military family serves, the fact that you can give this kind of educational gift to your children is just amazing. I want to thank you, Christina Tucker and Raphael Tucker, for being our guest today. I also want to thank Wyoming Virtual Academy for allowing us to poke around their program and hear more about it. I want to thank my lovely co-host today, Linda Kreter. You can check out her show on Military Network Radio. Now, there is open enrollment for the 2016-17 school year, so what you guys want to do is go to K12, that's K is in kindergarten, k12.com, front slash grade, like grade book. So we're going to be back next week. I want to... Uh, encourage everyone here listening today to think outside the box if you have a child who is gifted if you are traveling if you are running around like what did they say six military kids move six to nine times during Mm -hmm. their childhood and you want to give your kid all the opportunities that rafael talked about today please check out k12.com front slash grade we'll be back again next week